is WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Upfront program for this uh, Thursday. Roger Bouchard, joined on Thursday by my usual co-host, Mr. Christopher Boulay. Hello to you, sir. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Jeff. It's great to be here. And during the month of uh, November, we uh, open up the program with a quick uh, drawing for the Autumn Fest calendar and nice prizes to be awarded. Jeff handles that for us, and he's in studio and ready to go. Good morning, sir. That's right. November 17th, today's winner, of course, of the Executive Auto Wash Platinum Wash Package. That's a six wash, 126 value. Three-month Platinum Car Wash Membership, 108, already over 230 bucks there. In addition, today, River Falls Restaurant, $25 gift card. And a Chan's Restaurant $25 gift card. And that winner is Brian Foy of Warwick, Rhode Island. Somebody from the steering committee will be in touch with you, Brian. All right, we have Brian's phone number, and we will give him a call. Thank you, Jeff, for doing that. And uh, now uh, we are ready to move on with the rest of the program. A few of the mechanics of the program, like uh, telephone numbers and email address and things like that. 766 1380 are the two telephone numbers to reach us at. And then uh, the email address is upfront at WNRI.com. And let me open that up right now. For some reason, I'm on Larry and Jeff's email from the afternoon. But uh, let me open up the one for this program. Okay, now it's upfront at WNRI.com. Tomorrow, the uh, the program host will be John Brian. He's returning to his Friday position and he'll be right here on WNRI and we welcome John back. And we welcome Chris Boulay into the studios with uh, so many uh, topics out there. I don't know what has risen to um, to the top. I uh, arbitrarily will ask, uh, did you see uh, Donald Trump speak the other night or did you watch a replay and and do you have any uh, any reaction? Because it's like a spoke on a wheel. No matter who you talk to, everybody's going in different directions, including uh, Republicans going in different directions. Hi, Chris. Uh, good morning again, Raj. Yes, uh, I don't know if what this says about me or if I need a, more, uh, another hobby. But I did watch it live, and I watched every minute of it, and, and watched it with great interest. Um, he was giving indications that he was going to run again. Uh, it w- It was fascinating because... You look at the reality of what we had when he was president. Low inflation, low unemployment, strong borders, uh, a strong military, no wars, uh, respect. And I, and I hate to say that because everyone says, oh, America is no longer respected. But uh, we went after ISIS, on and on and on. And then there's the reality of the person who's just so off-putting for, for so many people that the message is just different than the messenger so i'm watching it and of course uh, you talked about and it came out yesterday david cicilline floating out the idea of using the 14th amendment so trump can't run again i think that's garbage and we could go on and talk about that but i'm watching it and he's an uh, trump is an exaggerator he didn't exaggerate about anything and he talked about the issues that are happening that he didn't really make a strong enough case during the debate. He talked about him. These are the things that are going to happen. Or the other thing, of course, is lack of energy independence, having to go back and, and, and beg the uh, OPEC nations to produce more energy, which we never had to do. But then y- 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 you look at that, you listen to what he says, and you know what you're going to get, but I, I don't feel that is going to be an issue that He's going to be the president in 2024. It's two years. is a long ways away. But we know what we're going to get. And there's just enough people, I feel, who do not see the benefits of all those things I just discussed versus with the man who they feel is very unpresidential. They like a guy who dresses very sharply like uh, Joe Biden, uh, who looks presidential and, and just lies to them as opposed to somebody telling them the truth. So there's a lot of... 
uh, money behind that uh, supported him in 2016 and 2020. They've said they're not going to support him. If I was a Democrat strategist, I would just kind of let this thing play out because I don't think he's going to run. Even his own family, uh, Ivanka and Jared, don't want any part of it. So that's my take on that. Left-wing columnist uh, Charles Lane writing in the uh, Woonsocket Call, instead of calling uh, Trump uh, his... Um, Coming out for president's speech, he called it Trump gives his concession speech. And he writes, this is, uh, this is the other side of the, of the coin, you heard Chris. It was rambling, it was vain, at times it was weird, writes this columnist. What's with uh, the tale he keeps uh, giving about uh, the German chancellor, Merkel, a white flag to symbolize German surrender to dependence on Russian energy. There was scary, if not unintended, evocation of the January 6, 2021 Corridors of Power, as he called it. In Washington, he warned, our corridors are coming to take our corridors back, says Trump. Still, Donald Trump's hour-long speech Tuesday night should be remembered not just for the things he said including his announcement that he will not he will seek another presidential term what mattered most was what he did not say that Joe Biden and the Democrats they stopped his reelection in 2020 by fraud so not everybody uh, found that speech to be uh, electrifying <laughs> oh it, it certainly was uh, more subdued than, than you would expect I think it was more factual but the one thing that stands out for me in those comments is it wasn't vain to me he talked about what what the administration accomplished I didn't hear me my a lot and he said it was a movement that we want to do as as uh, as a nation so if anything if you take it in terms of all of the things that the president's talked about you know he's been in the public eye since like 1985 if not earlier so he he is vain but i would say out of that speech that was probably one of the less vain speeches he's ever made but they're, they're factual i found that it was very very factual that he said and there's going to be a hell of a disconnect even uh uh, former uh, Speaker Ryan said, "It's, it's got to be. It's going to be somebody other than Trump. That Trump will will hurt the uh, will hurt the Republicans." Yes, uh, not all Republicans. Uh, not all. Uh, many, many Republicans. Uh, Donald Trump is the last person they would like to see on the ballot, which all makes for an interesting fight uh, between now and uh, 2024. And the the $64 trillion dollar question is. Who has got the ability to get done what Donald Trump got done but having a decent personality? Or having, you know, there were so many tweets that did not have to go out. There were so many fights he did not have to start. And he went out of his way to do that. It, it, it's part of him. But who can take those policies? And um, uh, Amy said, he mentioned your buddy, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. We were watching that. We were watching it together, and he and uh, he said, "How would you think about that?" And he said, "Well, as I said before, I said to you, I said on the air, if he had a little bit more Ronald Reagan in him, he he would have he would have won re-election. That's the part that he's missing: the the humor, the self-deprecation, the love for America without going overboard. And I just don't know if anyone's out there who can accomplish what he accomplished uh, and, and take it down a notch." You are on the Upfront program on WNRI. Your calls, your comments are welcome. Uh, I'd like you to bring up one more topic and then maybe we'll grab a phone call. And uh, uh, I just wanted to see what was second on your mind today. Well, I guess you think about the enthusiasm I have and really thinking about the red wave during the, uh, the midterms. And the UBS policy people told me and they told the public, uh, uh, cool your jets. It's... We think that it's going to be a tie or the Democrats are going to keep the Senate and there's a path, like 85 percent chance, that the Republicans were going to take the House. And they were 100 percent correct. And um, I'm a little deflated. And I, we talked about that last Thursday, how that happened. And I think we don't want to have the traditional knee-jerk reaction of conservatives who lose and say, oh, it was fraud, it was this, it was that. I think there kind of has to be some self-reflection and say, why is half of the population not seeing things the way we're seeing it? That kind of strikes me as, as the right attitude to say, okay, 
We have high inflation that's crushing the average voter. We've got a president that wants to give away money to college graduates and take it away from potentially non-college graduates and people who paid for the college. Uh, talk about people who took away our rights uh, regarding a shot, but say you can have abortion at will on and, and so not supporting our police, not you know sissifying our our military, on and on and on, those things just didn't really resonate with, with you know, half the voters. And why did that not happen? And uh, I don't think you can all blame it on abortion is one issue, but I think that would be the appropriate approach that the um, conservatives should take. Do you have a comment? Do you have a subject that you would like to uh, bring up on the program and uh, hear what we have to think about it? We don't know what the subject is until you bring it up, but we'll be more than happy to listen to it. We'll uh, listen to our first caller of the morning and see where you're going. What do you want to do? First, a question. So, you're, so Chris, you're saying you believe this speech Donald Trump was uh, more presidential because you said he was more calm, relaxed, more factual. It was more presidential. He was trying, just like, just like I try not to scream when I get upset on the radio. So he was trying. Is that what you're saying? Um, I, I, that's not what I said, but I would agree with that sentiment. Yes, he was much more presidential, very factual, and there, there wasn't a lot of BS there. He talked about the things that he accomplished versus the last two years, and, and I think they're hard to dispute that, he's, that he was successful in those, in those endeavors. Well, here's the other thing. I'm going to say I was listening to someone. I have said that I went out and mailed my ballot in early. And that it was a big mistake to tell everybody to wait till election day. I certainly hope we don't do that in that runoff election. But um, apparently I was watching a video and in California a lot of Republicans won. And they did it by putting drop boxes, which are allowed in California, and vote harvesting everything. And the Republicans put drop boxes in churches and in gun shops. And that's how a whole bunch of Republicans in California won, because they did the same kind of things that the Democrats are doing. And we need to learn to do the same. Okay? And, and I have one more, I have a, another big problem with Rhode Island. I mean, a problem with our nation is, and like you said, Trump doesn't look good. He hasn't got a lot of show. But, you know, this country, we need to get over show and go with go. We need to go. Forget the show. Let's go. Now, maybe that's what he's doing. Forget the show and let's go. Now, finally, a question for John Bream for tomorrow. We're going to have rolling blackouts possibly because of a natural gas. You can answer, too, if you don't. Because of natural gas shortages. How are they going to ring that out? Are you going to shut down the electric companies first, or are you going to shut down the homes that are using gas to heat? Have you considered the fact that if you shut down these homes, a lot of them are still using pilot lights? Everything's going to have to be relit. What's the answer to that problem? And that's what I'm, I'm asking you, but I really hope John Green will take that up tomorrow. What, what are you going to, if there is a natural gas shortage, are you going to prioritize home heating for the homeowners and give them the gas or the electric companies? How's that going to work? Okay. Appreciate your call. Thank you. All right. Uh, just, just to go back to one of his points is, I don't think anyone, especially Trump haters, are going to take that speech and forget about everything else. Within the last week or so, he called uh, DeSantis the sanctimonious. Uh, why do that? It's two years is a long time. The person who may be president um, may not even come to surface. I remember uh, talking with uh, Charlie Sokoloff in uh, Rotary in 2007, and I, he said Obama is going to be our next president. And this was so early on, I barely knew the junior senator from Illinois. So we don't know who it's going to be. But if you ask me sitting right now, DeSantis has a hell of a shot. So why would Trump you know, take shots at him right now? But going back to my original comments, I thought the speech was very good, very subdued. Uh, I didn't say this, but I think I implied this, that it was much more presidential than normal. And it was very factual. He didn't get in term, caught up in the minutia. Well, there were more people at my inauguration than, than Obama. No, the people who support you actually have jobs. So they, they couldn't they couldn't gum a lot of them. Before we take our break, something on a lighter note, an email from a listener. Buffalo, New York. The good news for Buffalo Today is that the air is clean. The bad news for Buffalo, three to four inches, excuse me, three to four feet of snow expected starting today in Buffalo through the weekend. It looks like they're having a blizzard in Buffalo. We don't talk about weather too often on Upfront, 
But I guess three to four feet in Buffalo, I know that they're used to snow. That's a big news story. Yeah, and their star quarterback has got arm trouble, so mm-hmm. and they're, they're on a two-game uh, two losing streak. Do you know if they're playing in Buffalo this weekend? I, I, I do not, but I, in the magic of uh, the Internet, I can look it up. Back in a moment. At Brothers Disposal, you get unmatched services and superior customer support. They offer daily, weekly, or monthly trash pickups for commercial and residential customers. With years of experience, count on Brothers Disposal to provide you with the services that you need. They offer free estimates too. Other services include roll-off containers. They offer weekly pickups for those customers with those big projects coming up. When you're in need of demolition or excavation work, there's only one place to call. Brothers Disposal. Bobcat services available too. Call their family-owned Cumberland-based business today. 401-688-0517 for affordable rates. They're the ones you trust. 401-688-0517. Let's meet for lunch or dinner at the Roast House. Their menu offers something for everyone. Seafood and chicken, roasts, steaks, and chops. Appetizers and their rotation of the heartiest soups in the area. Open Sunday through Thursday, 1130 to 9. Friday and Saturday, 1130 to 10 p.m. Now, here are some of the delicious choices awaiting you at the Roast House. On the uh, luncheon menu today, uh, they have a nice uh, corn beef sub melt. It's uh, one of the menu items on the luncheon menu. What it is, is corned beef sliced thin and then grilled with peppers and onions and mushrooms on a sub roll, honey mustard topped with Swiss cheese. And then it's baked and served with your uh, choice of one side and a deli pickle. One other note from uh, the uh, roast house. They're um, continuing uh, every weekend there. Roast prime rib. In addition, be sure to check out the unique weekend items on their menu. And you can uh, check the uh, Roast House at roasthouse.com. Theroasthouse.com. And remember, there's a second location if you're in the Pawtucket area, 176 Columbus Avenue in Pawtucket. And, of course, the location that we uh, visit the most, this is right down the street from my house, 3 Farm Street in Blackstone. We are the Roast House. Kayer Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick. 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. We'll resume the upfront program in 30 seconds. The name of the business, All Tech Painting. We've been serving the Massachusetts and Rhode Island community with top-notch painting services. We want to be your one-stop shop for interior and exterior painting, plastering, drywall repair, power washing, wood staining, and so much more. And we do all this with the promise of 100% satisfaction using quality materials and the finest product you can be proud of. That's the kind of company we are. Have any questions or want a quote? Call 401-378-7765 All Tech Painting of North Attleboro. Ready to serve you at 401-378-7765 Skilled Craftsman. Ready to work for you. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. The panel has reconvened, and uh, I'm Roger, and uh, you're Chris, right? Yes. Christopher Boulay. Christopher, when I'm in trouble. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what about this uh, cryptocurrency? Just a a, a few words on it, because you never really uh, had uh, much, uh, uh, shall we say, confidence in it. and so, um, it looks. Have they really folded? Like uh, the news story says, is it, is it all over? Is it worthless? Well, as I, as I, as I said, uh, my opinion of it and my company's opinion of it are very much aligned. That it's going to have problems. It's reminded me of the tulips in the 1400s in the Netherlands where people kept bidding up tulips for no reason. Then finally, there wasn't a market for it, and people were holding tulips that were that were priced. Like there were diamonds and all of a sudden the market collapsed. And in my mind and a lot of folks' mind, 
what what do you what 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 is there? It's not a it's not a currency like you take a United States hundred dollar bill is backed up by the full faith and credit of the United States of America, which at least according to most people is AAA credit, not according to S and P. They consider AA plus, which doesn't make any sense. So when you take think about something that's a sign of value, and it's it's um, something you can't get your hands on, and it's an intangible. And then somebody outside of the, of a of a fiat country is saying it's value. It just doesn't resonate. And then all of a sudden, you can have a situation where if somebody has your codes, they can steal it from you. So as Charlie Munger said, I think Charlie's in his late nineties. He's the long, long time partner of Warren Buffett. His opinion was that this stuff was good for kidnappers and, and people trying to hide drug money. He thought it was a farce, and it certainly is going to scare people in thinking and getting away from, from this currency. And for me, if I got a client in it, what's the justification of saying, well, how can you explain when it just goes away? It's worth $50,000 $50, of Bitcoin, and all of a sudden it's worth 16000 and there's no rhyme or reason to it. So I've never been a fan of it. UBS has never been a fan of it. And this is very bad news. And have any of your clients ever asked you about whether it would be a good investment for them? Or is it just a, something that we just hear in the news, but uh, nobody in this area is interested in? Oh, it, it, it's come up from time to time. And I'll explain UBS's position that we don't feel it's, it's something that you want to get involved in. And then I'll explain my position the way I just did. So if you are worth a million dollars and you take $50,000 and you put it in, in Bitcoin and it goes down to zero, goes down to almost nothing, I, I'm not in a position as your financial advisor to explain what the hell happens. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any, any sense. And, and you think about it, when you, when you think about following the money, you think about who has a vested interest in seeing Bitcoin do well? Not, not many people. The, the Federal Reserve Bank of, of, of America doesn't want to see it. The European banks don't want to see it. it it's, it's, uh, it's a threat to them. So the only thing that makes sense is the blockchain. And the blockchain, in uh, layman's terms, is a unique DNA of every financial transaction. And the banks find that very, very interesting because if you can tr track one transaction throughout the world, you can kind of know what's going on with the currency flow. Um, but certainly, I wouldn't want to be in the end trying to explain to somebody how they you know, lost X amount of dollars in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. It's... it's it's the, it's the bigger fool theory, in my opinion. You are on the Upfront program. It's a talk show. So we're going to talk with somebody right now. Thank you for your call. What would you like to talk about this morning? Well, good morning. Um, well, a little bit off the track of uh, finance and politics for sure. a second. And it's more towards the mind and the body, okay? Um, and, and uh, okay. I, um, I'm 72 years old. And, I, again, it's not about me, but I think I'm a good illustration of that. Um I uh, was born in Blackstone, Massachusetts, back, you know, in 1951. And I had, I've had a good professional life. I left the area a long, long time ago, 1970, when I went to college. Hey, I'm back here selling property from family inheritances and things like that. So I've been here for about a year. And um, I want to say, though, as a side, this is a great radio station. I've been, I've lived in Chicago, New York. Washington, D.C., and you've got a really good uh, radio uh, station here with the topics and the quality. I mean, you're getting a lot of coverage. I tell everybody about you whenever I'm talking to someone where I used to live. So kudos to you guys. i kind of in a state of shock. Uh, but I, you know, anyway, so that I want to say thank you for that. But one thing that I, uh, at late in my age, um, I got to understand things like the body and the mind and the food. Okay, and I was uh, about, oh, I don't know, 80 pounds overweight. I couldn't walk. I was had asthma for 60 years. And um, I began to think, wait a minute, what's going on here? I'm taking all these pills. So I started to really research and look at the data that's out there, a lot of good data, about food, nutrition, and quality of food and so on. And I've lost about 80 pounds. My asthma, after 70 years, is gone. Fantastic. My, A1, my A1C is down from 60, I think 6.3 to 5.5. Um, anyway, this is an example. And I walk five miles a day. And I, and I, I have a full-time job. 
professional job. What? So, uh, what I want to ask you is: Is there a market? Is there a, 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 a clientele or a population of listeners that are uh, that are in, could be interested in what they can do to hack their lives a little bit, no matter how old they are, or is it something that people have set in their ways for? I listen to your commercials, okay, and you got some good sponsors. And they talk about ground chuck for five dollars a pound and all these different recipes. And I, I, I hear them and I say, "Wow, sounds wonderful!" Yeah. But boy, it's a killer. Well, I think um, I, I think regardless of, of your financial wherewithal. You know, I, I can be helping people with, with uh, giving them financial advice, but clearly your health is much, much more important. And the only thing I can point to is uh, Tom Brady and TB12 have made a business out of it and trying to get people to change. And it, it helped my whole family for, for years now, and I still exercise some of the things that I learned there. And, and, and I, I feel terrific. I'm, I'm 58 years old, and I, I feel like I'm 30. And I, I, right. so, I th so if you're asking me if there's a market for this, absolutely. You have one body, and you want to take right. care of it. And so clearly... And my answer would be from a programming point of view. So, yeah. so the question I think that you, the underlying question, I, I see a question in back there. Would there be a market to do, uh, since you did talk about the radio industry, would there be a market to do a program that has to do with uh, nutrition and dieting and, and health and so forth? And, and, and the yeah. answer is, yeah. yes, there is. Uh, they, the programs are all across the country in different radio stations. Uh, they're syndicated. They're on the network. We don't have one right now, but we've had in the past. Uh, people yeah. uh, want to talk about keto. They want to talk about uh, different right. weight loss programs, whether Weight Watchers is worth it or stuff like that. So is there a market for it? Yeah, because everybody is overweight practically. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I don't want to take your time, but for instance, you know, there's a lot of good data now, good, good mm -hmm. evidence-based yeah. research, not just, not just hearsay or stories. You know, for instance, I'll give you one. Vitamin B1 really helps uh, people when they eat fried food or, or you know, beef. Um, I'm a big beef person. I try to, I only use crock pots because I found out that the, the, the quality uh, of frying meat is very, very carcinogenic, uh, and it, adds, it stays in your body. But vitamin B1, if you take that simultaneously, it does reduce the effects of some of these uh, cooking methods that are not good for you, for instance, as mm -hmm. an example. So I go out, and I, I try to buy grass-fed beef, but sometimes I go to your sponsor and I buy some ground beef, and I eat it, and then I always take some B1 as well so that I can mitigate some of it. So anyway, it's just, it's just a story. But I, I, I think that you, and I'll, the other thing finally is no matter how old you are, you can get healthier. You know, uh, you don't, just, you, at 72 years old, I, I do more things now than I did when I was 50. Yeah, we appreciate so, your call. Yeah, thank you. It's very, very enlightening, and congra right. congratulations. 80 right. pounds is no uh, insignificant no. thing, and congratulations, and hopefully you'll live to be 110 and you can be called in the show. Thank you. Call again. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate the call. The whole subject that he brings up is a good programming subject, um, and we've done it. Uh, you know, I've been here at NRI since we owned the place back in 83. Uh, we've had several several, a number of programs in that category of uh, whether it's vitamins or whether it's healthy. But I think you and I, Chris, agree, the more pounds you take off and get to your uh, normal body weight based on height and so forth and age and, and, uh, and sex and so forth, the more you take off, a lot of your health problems, if you have them, disappear. His asthma disappeared. People uh, take weight off their diabetes, disappears, so on and so forth. Great topic. Um, and um, who knows, um, one uh, health show uh, could, uh, could come forward from it. This is the Upfront Program on WNRI. If you want to talk about something, please feel free to talk about it. And you can see when you offer an invitation like that, uh, it can go uh, in multiple directions. It does not have to be politics all the time, does it? Yes, it's politics right. and finance. I thought he was going to bring up religion, right. but he brought up a, uh, he brought up health, which is terrific. Now, I don't bring up sports questions on the air, but this Tommy Brian guy, um, this Tommy Brian guy, at the end, I think at the end of his sports report, 
said this morning, and I'm just going to get a quick opinion from you, that um, the great coach, Bill Belichick, is now just a regular coach these days without Tom Brady. In other words, the question was, was he great because of Tom, or is he just a great, having a great coaching mind, no matter who's on the team? And then we'll uh, get to Sandra's email of the day. That's all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so did you want to comment? Or? Yeah. Oh. I was cutting you off saying that's oh. all you're allowed. No, it's uh, it's very interesting. Um, um, as regular listeners know, I'm, I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. Uh-huh. Got, got to, that's why I saved it for you. Yeah, I got to you know, spend a, a limited time with him up at TV 12. And, and um, it's the, the, this, the statistics and, and the proof seem to show that you know, Brady won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. And a lot of people were willing to take a pay cut to, to play with him. You think about it now, and I've said this before. Tom Brady's 45 years old. He'll be 46 uh, August uh, 3rd. There were, the players today have been drafted in the NFL have never known a league without Tom Brady. So it's, he's getting close to a father figure. So if you're 22 years <laughs> old and you're being drafted in the NFL in 2022, you've never known uh, an NFL without Tom Brady. So, and, and so... It, the, it, unless Belichick does something, that's, that can comment kind of stands out. It's funny, too, Belichick, and I, I was talking to uh, Amy about it uh, this week, is Belichick came out again and said he wanted every play to be potentially reviewed. So if there was holding or pass interference, he'd want that play to be reviewed. And I'm saying to myself, you, you're going to be watching the games all by yourself. Who the hell wants to watch it as, as it is now? So Belichick has not done anything to uh, to go against what uh, Mr. Tommy Brian said. You know, I, I have a Brady's got seven uh, Super Bowls, and um, the only reason um, Belichick's got more is he got a couple as assistant coach of uh, the New York Giants. Email from Sandra LaFrance. So she says, "Good morning, Roger and Chris." Thank you for putting me first. In my opinion, Trump sounded impressive, but it doesn't mean it'll be a shoe-in for him. Having said that, any Republican would be an improvement over President Clueless. Final comment. Whenever I heard the news about Cicilline trying to ban Trump from running, all I can say is, what a frightened little horse's butt. (laughs) Okay, I was disgusted he won again. My vision is to see Comrade Biden, Pelosi, and Little Davy take a hike. Thank you, Sandra, for your comments. Press the button. The magic button puts another phone call on the air. And where do you want to go with the conversation today? Today, I'd like to go to Providence, uh, getting the Providence mayor, getting the assistance from three former mayors that are going to help him straighten out the educational system. <laughs> I'm saying, oh my God, if this new mayor takes, has these three that got to help get the system like that, the new mayor has a problem. Maybe there's a few doctors from Rhode Island Hospital psychs that can help him. I can't believe it. It's not the they system. They put it on the news. It's not the system that's screwed up uh, education in Providence and other cities. It's the people, the people Absolutely. that are in the schools. Uh, uh, well, doesn't I'll, doesn't everyone kind of yeah, every, everyone kind of points to classical? Uh, the kids that come out of classical are, are, are college bound, prepared, and why is that school different than the rest of them? And I think it goes to your point, probably the caller's point. Absolutely, but the thing is, if people are being paid, because some are. Take care of the children, in essence, because they're not working, and you and I are supporting them. Their job is to take care of the children. Part of that job is to make sure they go to school. If children are, are all truant all the time, I would stop the damn checks. If they don't show up for parent visitation, I'd stop the damn checks. If they didn't show up for conferences with children with problems, I'd stop the damn checks. You, they would be at that school so quickly, it would make your head spin. 
Yeah, it, it's it's certainly a, a practical solution, which will, which will never happen. We're just handing out more and more money. You know, usually you can go you can go back to the parents, and and if they instill the values of education, like obviously you're you're big into education your entire life. You you've been a proponent of education. Those those, those things are ingrained in you, and when you can, I think um, according to uh, Senator Pickard, Roger Pickard, I think chronic absenteeism is missing you know 10 percent 18 out of 180 days and they've got a lot of kids who are missing that and half of life success sometimes is just showing up so when you're missing 20 30 days um, and the parents don't care um, you know the, the kids got it you know it's uh, uh, got a, it's a lot of uh, headwind and the other one the, the other thing is I, I, at one time I was a truant officer and the truant officers helped kind of bap, baptize me from one socket. You call parents to pick your children up. They see a school number, they don't answer. So I would have a phone without a school number. And if they don't pick up the kid, you get the police to bring the kid to the parent. And then are the parents interested once you bring them to them? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? What? It's the parents' response. If they're disrupting... The educational atmosphere for others. Then why should they be left there to continue that behavior? We can't and, get rid of you them. Know, you know, so to keep it's them like there. we got to get tough. Yeah. You know, you got to get tough on something. Uh, yeah, well, getting tough days are behind us, unfortunately. No, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. We like to you think never that, give huh? up. All right. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. Appreciate yeah. your call. You're have, have a, a wonderful day. day. And listen, yeah. I'm getting a furnace. I am the happiest woman in the world. I've been without one since they put the pipes in. Because when they looked at my furnace, they said, how old is it? I said, it was before my daughter was born. She said, how old is my daughter? 44. He said, they shut it down. What, are you, what, now, kind, what kind are you getting? Yeah, I have had gas. I went from about 45 years ago from gas, from oil to gas. What what kind do you know? Is it is it Navient or uh, do you know what brand? No, but I uh, there's a three generations of uh, plumbers, and he's putting the same that that he has up north. I I, I don't want all the, this on the wall. I want a furnace that looks like a furnace <laughs> that can be taken care of. I want a, a water heater that you know water's coming through something, because the more complex, the more bells and whistles, the more trouble, because they, they, they some can of the be. oldest, best guys can't fix them. They, 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 they can be, and, and you, may, you had me thinking about it when you used to be a truant officer, so you can speak to the issues of parents. I, I used to be a heating uh, go for my dad for the time I was like 12 years old till I was 19, putting in boilers, and uh, yeah. we, used to, we used to put in about 125 of them a year, and most of them were uh, the way you're describing. Well, good luck with it, and I, I hope you get another... Oh, it's, it's Christmas, I'm going to... Everybody's been dropping off space eaters. <laughs> I, I hope you get another 50 years out of it. Oh, oh Jesus, that will make me miss the off. Okay, thank Have you a super much. day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, bye-bye. All right, this is the Upfront Program on WNRI. So, what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expensive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out our Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a grumpy sirloin steak, filet mignon, or a Bourbon Street steak tip dinner, all char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a grumpy's experience today. You know, Grumpy's has a Grumpy's luncheon menu, and I have it right in front of me. And I'm going to tell you that uh, right now um, we have uh, noontime to uh, 3 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. We have an Italian grinder that we can warm up for you. Or you can have it room temperature. And it is loaded uh, with nine ninety nine as the price and comes with French fries, of course. A toasted torpedo roll. With slices of ham and bologna and other uh, deli uh, cuts. 
along with uh, cheddar cheese and lettuce and tomato and onions. And, um, and well, I like it with a whole bunch of French fries uh, included. Uh, uh, excuse me, mayonnaise included with the grinder. Heavy-duty mayonnaise, but that's up to you. Order it any way you want. We are Grumpies, and we're in South Bellingham. We are open on um, Thanksgiving. Now, we'll, we'll tell you what the menu is as we get closer. American-made products available every day, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, that is, at Walt's Clothing, located at... Um, 837 Cumberland Hill Road, just before Bose True Value Hardware, that side of the street. Right near Wilfrid Seafood, places like that. Those are landmarks. So is this place. Been there a long time. And uh, what uh, Karen specializes in over at Walt's Clothing is American-made merchandise as much as possible. Not 100%, but most of it. American-made um, leather Leather boots and American-made socks and sweatshirts. And and also, um, we have three companies that make boots in this country. Carolina Thoroughbred, Thoroughgood, rather, and Red Wing. Oh, there's a fourth one, Rocky, too. So if you want to buy American-made merchandise, come on in to um, Waltz. Now, a lot of people that go to Waltz, they're working people. They're, they're painters, they're contractors, and so forth. But there's another clientele, you, uh, that work in the garage, work in the basement, uh, work uh, on your car. Uh, those people need uh, proper clothing, too. And sometimes that work, like uh, cleaning the garage outside, comes right in the middle of January. You want to have the right, uh, the right clothing. Waltz on Cumberland Hill Road. We're open this morning at 9 o'clock in about 10 minutes. Tuesday through Saturday. And if you want to check out our latest specials, you will find them on Facebook. All right? Thank you very much. We're going to rejoin the Upfront program right now. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. The panel has a reconvened here in the studio on this Thursday morning. Roger Bouchard, Christopher Boulay. We've been doing this for a whole bunch of years. And we continue to enjoy your uh, feedback on the program. And short of uh, hearing from you, and right now we have open lines, first time in the program, uh, you um, are welcome to call. But uh, on the other hand, that gives us uh, a chance to uh, bring up a few of the topics. Not so much have been troubling us, but certainly are worthy of discussion. Christopher? Well, let's bring up a little bit of sports side with business. It was brought to my attention this week that Rhode Island has a new soccer team, yeah. Rhode Island FC. Yes, we do. And I was asked to say, you know, get opine on the potential popularity of it. And I, it came back to thinking about we just talking about uh, the New England Patriots and, you know, Tommy Brian's comments this morning, which I, which I agree with. Do you know who owns the uh, New England Patriots? Do I know who owns it? Yeah. I thought it was the Kraft family, but but is it that is. true? Oh, it okay. Is. Do, do, you, do you know who owns the New England Revolution? I thought it was the Kraft family. Oh, so you did know. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, well I, I thought. I yeah. mean, I, I'm, I was only guessing because yeah. you could have said, well, no, Roger. Actually, uh, the real owner is, and I would have believed you. I believe anything you tell me. <laughs> Fact or crap today? <laughs> I think a lot of people do not know about the New England Revolution, who actually owns the team. You know, Kraft is the you know face of the franchise now. He's you know the, he's in the owner box. He's always lamenting about the fact that the team hasn't been successful. I don't hear him commenting about the New England Revolution. So I'm not, not sure he hears that much. So I, I think soccer is always going to take a back seat in America. And then you see at the National Football League how they're getting proactive. And Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just beat the Seattle Seahawks in Munich, Germany, to a sold-out crowd. So the faster they can fix airline travel and make it quick, I think the more the NFL is going to expand internationally. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only thing stopping us from having a team, the NFL from having a team in London and in and, and France and, and Munich is, is the travel. They can ever fix that, then they'll expand it. I just think um, soccer is always going to be uh, a stepchild to other sports and never going to be that um, uh, interesting in America. Is it because baseball and football are... Uh Long legacies uh, in in the country, and that um, television and betting uh, have uh, have kind of shored up uh, 
their the interest on the part of um, older fans and and younger fans, almost leaving no room for uh, other activities to get in there. And uh, I say that in the sense of uh, I'm switching gears of, of watching television. Uh, now that I have um, Netflix, uh, Net Netflix, right? Yeah, or is it Flex? Well, now that I have that, Flicks, yeah. right, and Amazon and so forth, I don't have much time for regular television. Now, on um, my wife does not like me to talk about her, <laughs> but um, she the only TV show uh, Friday night ten o'clock because I'm ready to fall asleep. Friday night ten o'clock, I have to go to CBS Television for. Blue Bloods. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that show, yeah, Tom right? Tom Selleck. Right, Tom Selleck. Yeah. That is her, her show. But um, but short of that, like, we struggled through the program. Sometimes I'll get to the CBS network like 10 minutes before 10, and there's some kind of a fire show going on, Fire Chicago. I don't know what show it is. It, it is. Uh, but um, it is just unrelatable uh, to us. And uh, so television time. Uh, over the air is is limited. Now I go back to your conversation about uh, about catching on with soccer in in the area. Um, unless the schools, um, all thirty nine cities and towns in Rhode Island, uh, have soccer teams, and that uh, and that some of the football players are saying, "I want to switch from football, high school football, to soccer." Um, I'm uh, I'm of course reluctant to say that. Uh, it, it is going to have a struggle catching on. Yeah. Well, let's stay with Blue Bloods for a second. You like Tom Selleck? I like Tom Selleck, except for his uh, trying to sell reverse mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I don't think he needs to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you, Why do they do that? Well, money, you know. <laughs> but uh, do you know Tom Selleck uh, got a gold watch when he was turned 21 years old because his parents bought him a gold watch. He didn't drink, smoke, or swear before the age of 21, so they bought him a gold watch. I didn't know that. Yeah. But that's a Tom Selleck uh, yes. um, sh- trivia question. Yeah. So, so I think my son Adam heard that story a few times. <laughs> yeah. Now, going back to Major League Baseball, um, everything you said is very true. Major League Baseball attendance is going down about 1% per year for the yeah. last 18 years. Mm-hmm. And they really have kind of lost this up-and-coming generation in the sense that um, they start these games at 8.45 mm-hmm. and you know the kids have to go to school so they don't have the interest. They started them a little earlier. And then going back to your other point is some of the same athletes can play different sports. Like a power forward in the, Na- in the National Basketball Association has the same kind of physique and talent as a tight end. So do you want to play four years in the NFL and get the hell beat out of you or do you want to play 12 or 14 years in in the nba and be a power forward and the thing with i'm jumping around here but the thing about the nba the reason why they're embracing china so much is their attendance is also dropping as well but they're able to go international and there's 300 million fans uh, in china who love uh, nba basketball it is a good time that is toward the end of the program because this is when i like when i i uh, say things that i shouldn't say but I can say something about Major League Baseball and the Catholic Church. They have something in common. Their only, their only chance of really surviving in the United States is the Hispanic population. Um, when you, um, uh, you know, I, when I, I was listening to some of the, um, some of the baseball playoffs, um, uh, the World Series too, and when you listen, um, it's. Um, more Spanish listeners and viewers uh, than ever before. So even though Major League Baseball is att- attendance is dropping, uh, Hispanic interest in the game is rising, which of course is reflected in who's on the playing field. And the same thing in the Catholic Church. As the Catholic Church numbers are dropping, the number of Hispanic parishioners in Catholic churches is rising. Uh, so I don't know um, if uh, there's going to be a turnover in the United States of of um, of people that will save those two uh, institutions, Catholic Church or baseball. Incidentally, I think baseball has a better chance of surviving than the church. Well, question, That's my final comment. Quick, quick question for you: How much uh, of the World Series did you watch this year? I listened to it. 
on radio. Um, I like, um, I'm a radio listener only because I'm very, uh, like you, I'm very competitive. And I like to see what my competition is doing locally. And I like to see what the, what the major markets in radio are doing. Um, so I was listening to Houston. Was it, well, Houston, they were Houston, right. So I was listening to the Houston broadcast. And then I was listening to, um, let's see, uh, it was... Um, it was Houston, and, and then I was listening to uh, the Philadelphia station uh, and their broadcasts of the World Series, too. And I like to listen to their newscasts and how they handle the news and the pace of the news and so forth. And so, yes, I did spend time, but I maybe not from the interest of the sport, but, but from the interest of the medium. You know how much I watched? I would say zero. Zero. Right. Because, but I, I wouldn't be surprised because... Uh, over the years, I've sat in the studio and I get the, I get the impression about how you feel about, uh, uh, about baseball and our heating system here at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back in a minute. Made Believable, the company where we love to clean so you don't have to, is now hiring. We're the best place to work with paid time off and gas reimbursement, of course. You'll be a certified professional cleaner. Call Crystal at 401-309-7440 and find out why we are the best place in town to work. We are a Cumberland-based business. We are fully insured and bonded, too. And if you want our services, remember, we bring our own supplies and equipment. Our cleaning professionals are thoroughly screened, background checked, and trained. And we're pet friendly. And we can work with any budget. And we'll customize the cleaning for you. Made believable. Again, our number, 401-309-7440. Hey, our final comments on the Upfront program. Chris was asking me before I played that advertisement, uh, you know, what I thought he thought of baseball. I already knew what he thought of baseball based on previous comments. And now I'm going to ask him a question about something I already know about. How do you feel about Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I, I find Nancy Pelosi to be a very interesting person. And when they do the history of long-serving congressmen and congresswomen, uh, she's going to be thought of very quickly. So it looks like today she's going to address their future. She's no longer Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. The GOP took power. And everyone has a shelf life politically. And she's in her early 80s, although she doesn't look it. And I think this will be a last term. I think she's going to be done and, and had enough. Thank you for being with us today, and we'll see you next time, all right? My it's pleasure. 9 o'clock.